Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and presenter. This is episode 100, people. I just, woo, we did it. We made it. We got it to the 100. And I can't be more excited to get started here today. Today, we have Jordan Billings with us, and we're going to dive into extending beyond the beginning, right? You've, you've got your game going, and now, like, what happens? What happens to the students? What happens to us? And how can we kind of like move further into the game? Uh, before we get too far, Jordan, this is your first time here on the show. Give yourself a little yep. introduction. Okay. All right. Well, hi, everybody. I'm uh, Jordan Billings. I'm a seventh grade social studies teacher teaching in Olathe, Kansas. Uh, wear many hats in the in the building. I'm our web coordinator. I'm on our building's technology team, our building leadership team. Uh, I coach our seventh grade track team, and I usually direct one of our one act plays. Wow, that that is a full like <laughs> it's a full docket you got going on. Yes, and uh, gamifying. Well, so I, I was just going to kind of challenge all of our listeners. Uh, so if you kind of say like, ah, it sounds like a lot, and I don't know if I can add to it. I think Jordan, if if Jordan can add it, any of us can add it. I mean, that guy, woo, you had a lot, a lot of list of things you got going on. Absolutely, you guys can do it. So, all right. So, I guess let's let's start a little bit at where'd you begin and what'd you see from that beginning. But then I, I think there's going to be like kind of a moment where you you needed something. But let's let's hear your sort of start story for gamification. Okay, so it started for me probably about two or three years ago when a teacher came in and knew that I was a big gamer, Dungeons and Dragons, World of Warcraft, all of those, and told me about this program called Classcraft. I was very interested and uh, got kind of hooked in and uh, just kind of you know started to to use it uh, basically in a very i didn't really change anything that i was doing and i just sort of assigned experience points as the program as i was kind of learning the program mm -hmm. so it kind of would be one of those things that you know kids would turn in assignments and i would be like "Ooh, i could add experience points to that and then if i add that then they can have gold points and then the the classcraft system made it really easy in terms of the accounting of mm -hmm that happening sure. and we were just kind of moving into one-to-one -one iPads and so it was nice that they could like get on their iPad they could check in with their character uh, get new pets that they could level up and armor and there was a, a lot to it and kind of in the beginning of things it was a um, it was a nice kind of transition to get used to how to gamify your class mm -hmm. But I started to kind of notice that I would start using it, and then after a couple of months, I would ask some some things. Kids would turn in assignments, and I would say, "Hey, I'm going to add some experience points for you." And they're like, "Oh, okay." And I'd yeah. say, "Well, you know, guess what? You you leveled up. You leveled up, and now you can get a new armor set." And you know, because I could see it on my teacher portal, so I tell them, and they would go, "Oh, gosh, I haven't looked at that in like a really long time." And so I was like, oh, so I then thought about it. And I'm like, well, what's making them not look at it for a really long time? So I kind of went back and, and was, you know, looking at it and was just kind of realizing that I was, you know, kind of just dipping my toes in on the low level of things, you know, just adding experience points 
for experience points doing it for a lot of kids in the long term you know a, a couple of weeks here and there they could get excited just to click around on the program but if it didn't go any further than that they weren't going any further than that yeah like i think that brings up like something that i always kind of stress with teachers and i hope you guys hear this and take this right that you know, if Classcraft helps you get started, helps you dive in, gives you a framework, gives you some sort of understanding of gamification, that's great. And I want you to start there and I want you to use that product. Um, but what I what I have found when, when really, and this isn't anti-Classcraft, like when I've seen anybody use sort of any off-the-shelf product, you hit the same sort of moment, right? This like shell that's been made for you contains you, confines you, right? And... Some teachers either say, see, gamification's not working because like, oh, there, there's this dip, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, they're not checking it. They don't care if I give them XP points, right? Or they they say it's working, but like they keep it on that low level. And like, that's not the gamification that like I see. Like we, what I see is like this revved up, creative, immersive experience, but we got to right. go beyond. We got to go beyond those products. We have to probably roll up our sleeves and do a little work ourselves and so I'm curious, what did you do when you hit that drop off? What did you do when you all of a sudden had those kids and you're like, all right, I got to, I got to either sort of abandon this or take it next level. Like what? So, um, what really actually started was, um, I, uh, was kind of talking to some other class craft people and was kind of just presenting the problem. I, I, is this something that you're seeing in the classroom as well? And, um, I think it is, um, Jason house. I think he's been on the podcast mm -hmm. too. And um, I ended up kind of talking to him and I got to see some of his um, cards that he gives to the kids. And I was like, where, where did you, what, what is happening here? This looks amazing. Where did you get this stuff? And he was like, Michael Matera. And it was just like, ah, I was like, okay. So I went and I dug a little deeper and um, a year or two ago, um, we'd uh, at the beginning of the year, we did a um, teach like a pirate. So we'd have Dave Burgess in and got to meet him got to read the book you know spent mm -hmm. a good portion of some stuff let's get some hooks in there you know let's do some more engaging things in the classroom and so you combine the sort of like talk that i'd had with with jason with the dave burgess thing and then it led me to your book and from there then you know i was spending a long time with that book right by as i'm noting stuff down and still dig into it uh quite a bit nice and, that's how it was written i was i was hoping yes. that there would be like a living resource so you're gonna go back to it you're gonna grab something you're gonna pull something out you're gonna fuse something into today's right. lesson and in fact one of the things i've done very recently that's been a game changer for me is danger cards yes love um, danger cards. i mean it's it's amazing how like and i think that you'd even referenced it when you were talking about it that like how many classroom activities do you have where you have to tell kids hey Please don't dive at me to give me the answers. <laughs> like, please, just just don't hurt yourself and others to get to that content. Yeah. And you know that's a um, and that was one of those. I think I'd seen the video, and then you know I think you'd even said like it's in my book, and I was like it's it, but I've read the book. Okay, I got to go back. So you know, pulled it out and just added that you know in in there as well. And so um, so. Then knowing all of the stuff that I'd kind of done with Classcraft, I'd gotten used to that gamification process. 
and then reading kind of what you had talked about and then getting hooked in with the XP lab mm-hmm. community, just seeing that like, you know, it, it's that, you know, it's that Star Wars moment where Luke Skywalker has the, the blinders on and reaches out with the force for the first time that blocks a bunch of stuff. And it says, now you've, you know, stepped into a much larger world. And I think that before that, I'd had a lot of teachers that were kind of asking for this gamification process. Like, you know, so what are you, what are you doing for this gamification process? And it was, it was that low level, I'm, I'm just doing stuff with Classcraft. Mm-hmm. And then it became, you know, more with learning from other people and seeing more details of what we could do. Yeah, so this is that's an exciting sort of story arc that I I think many people find themselves on. You know, they get started, they start with that low level stuff. And I will be honest, I started with low level too. I when I began, Classcraft wasn't around, but I mean, I started with just sort of giving out experience points, and that was that was almost it. There was like, you know, and then, but then I was like realizing sort of the power that games have to elicit emotion, relationships, risk taking, the iterative process, all sorts of things. Um, and to be honest, just making your class more fun because you're applying this sort of theme to it, right? Like, so when you can have boss battles, right? When you can have, that's just a lot cooler than like, we're going to do another Jeopardy review, you know? Right. Even, even to be completely honest with you, if you haven't tried this yet, people, even if your boss battle was just a Jeopardy. <laughs> like, yeah. like I don't, I, something happens when like you add that theme, whatever it is, like, you right. know. Whatever your theme is in your class or your unit, all of a sudden having that review use the language of your game, it changes it. It changes that experience. It changes the relationship with you to the students, the students to the content. Um, So I love, I love this story arc that you're telling because I think so many teachers find themselves in that spot and they need to kind of go beyond. And what you're saying is it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad to step out, you know, like move away. Now I don't want to say move away, but like, add just add add some of these elements go if you have my book go into the book grab something you know in those in that in those references and and use some of those mechanics and and it it starts to change the nature now i guess that's my question to you so when you started adding these what changed for you for the students what like what did you see happen Right. So when I'm starting to see more of these, you know, the connection to the theme, um, which is um, the name of my game is the Champions of the Empire. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it starts off with them because um, since I do world geography, um, we kind of have a wrapped in sort of caravan scenario where they get to go around the world to um, secure artifacts around the world and protect um, their people from this evil wizard that has been going around and plaguing the empire. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I started to, you know, notice that that was, you know, one of the big changes. And that's a, I know a thing you talk about in your book a lot, which is theme. And it, you know, just that one change is huge. Um, you know, just saying the experience points and whatever, but to say like, yes, but then you do that and you get more armor. And then when you're battling, this is what's happening. You get to protect people. You get to heal people. You know, there's that, you know, group element that that happens with it and people that get that deeper level of engagement. And it's not changing the content. It's just, you know, packaging it in a dynamic way that kind of 
shakes kids out of the status quo and gets them to take notice and, you know, come in excited for skirmish day when, you know, before that it was test day. Mm-hmm. You don't have very many kids that get excited for test day, but to be like, oh, I'm so ready. I studied. I'm going to do so much damage to this boss. It's going to be unbelievable. So I like that, you know, that sense of empowerment that you describe. Like, I don't know, there's something that I don't, maybe this sounds bad, but a little escapism, right? Like when you play a game, when you're, whether it's a video game, board game, whatever, you, you're no longer you. You're no longer just Michael Matera, the teacher. You're like Michael Matera, the empire builder when you're playing Risk and you're taking over the world, right? And same with our students. Like when you approach that test day, it's amazing. Like when you give them that little boost of confidence that you're not, you're not just, you know, Joe, the student, you're like, you're, it's skirmish day. We're going up against these guys. Let's do this. Uh, we need I, you. We need, we you. need your power. There yeah. was a, I don't know if I'll be able to dig it up, but there was a research that came out where yeah, they were giving fourth graders math like assessments. Yeah. And they had two different groups, group that just was like your fourth graders taking your math test. Here's your math test. And then there's another group that invited the students to wear uh, superhero costumes. That's it. That was the only difference. Only like, change. Okay. The only change was like you're dressed up like Batman, like and taking your math test. <laughs> like remarkable change in terms of like how much they, how well they performed on the test. Like, and we're talking like you know, control group. We're talking enough numbers, statistical difference. It's like crazy. <laughs> and all they did was you're you're wearing a Batman costume. <laughs> And that it's there's there's a little bit of freedom, in that, you know, to to kind of like step out and and even if you know you've got you know some students that maybe are that little bit shy, they can say, well, yeah, but my character isn't shy, mm-hmm. so I can do. And then it kind of gives them that um, you know that that freedom to to express themselves in in different ways and come up with like uh, character backstories. And having some, you know, amazingly written things. I've had a couple of students that have written stuff and a couple of them are up on my legacy wall, uh, which is another shout out. Um, And that's another thing, too, that, um, you know, as we've gone, as I've gone through this process, just looking at, you know, adding those things and and seeing what it's done to to students in class that, um, you know, you had that I had that starting point, but you know, after a while, just like anything, it, it will fade. And so you have to add things to it. You have to change it, breathe some more life into it. Um, think about even just a average TV show that you watch. Um, you know, after a while in the season, there hits that point. Kind of, like, am I going to keep going? Am I not? And then all of a sudden, boom, there's that defining episode that yeah. you're like, oh, man. I am so involved. Those those plot twists that just keep you, you know, interested. So I, I can even spoil my own game because it's already it's already happened. But for geography, when all of these students are collecting their artifacts, my plot to twist was that uh, that the evil wizard needed all of the artifacts together to create this huge, powerful spell. And so they did the work for him by putting all the artifacts together. Oh, so they in the end, we're helping the bad guy. Yes. And so then they were like, 
oh what and some of them were like well can we like run away with them and i was like no you're no <laughs> it's magic it's magic it's already there <laughs> that's awesome so i guess speaking of this like moving beyond so you had uh to kind of give some people some maybe concrete example you had class crafts which for those of you that haven't done it, we're just going to reduce it for this conversation to like that yeah. was like your point management system, if you will. Yes. Now, like, what was that thing that you then, what were two, three, whatever you can come up with here, things that you moved, I don't want to say away, but you, you added, you pushed beyond that beginning of just using the point management system to that next level. Well, what are some things you did? So um, I, I kind of started with um, uh, looking at adding some more cards and adding some items that they would have to uh, do different things in class to, uh, to achieve and get those. Okay, so, so I'm going to stop you right there. So I'm a kid in your class. Okay. And because this, well, this, is, this is the heart of it. And I don't know if one of you out there are listening who's new to gamification. That's like he keeps talking about theme. But like... I don't get it. Like, so I am an English teacher. I am a math teacher, like whatever. And I need kids to do math problems today. How do, how, what item do they get? How do they get their item? How do I attach that to doing math problems today? Like, mm -hmm. so if, if you were to sort of, if you can try to answer in the context mm -hmm. of that, like you, okay, you got some items. And so in order for them to do that, so um, I will even use my um, the most recent thing that I've done, which is to add because I'm in, in history uh, now. And so I've added allies um, their, uh, to their item set. And so uh, we just recently did a uh, DBQ or a document based question on John Brown. And uh, I created the ally of John Brown and I was looking at what they had done. And there were a couple of people that did a really great job of answering the question, but didn't cite the sources. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was like, okay, so I have this item and I was just going to give it, but if I see that we have a, an area of concern, you know, what, what can I do in my class to, to create something better, take things to the next level? So I debuted the ally and I said, in order to secure this ally, you have to have referenced the documents in your document-based question. Now, they'd already turned it in and they'd already gotten their grade. And so a couple of them were like, well, but I didn't do that. I said, well, if you want, we have one little iPads, so you can go back and why don't you just look at it again? Add in some of that stuff. Did you have so many students do it? I actually did. Um, I would probably say about a third. That's awesome. That and is so, awesome, people. Right. And, and now, you know, really think about it that way, I'm not adding extra points to their grade. They're literally going back to do the work and correcting themselves just for this item. And so that's where I think you can see that next level power. So it, it's the, you know, yeah, running through and doing math questions and, and things like that. So like you, you can have that basic, here's an item and whatever, but that was another thing that I looked at adding, which is, you know, how do I want students to improve in my class? How do I want them to be better? And when I had an instance like that, where I saw an area of concern, you can just go, let's go ahead and create an item. And in order to get this rare item, you have to do something beyond just the basics. And I started to find that a lot more people were going back and doing stuff. Whereas before, if I would have even said, I'll give you 50 more XP, it might not have 
resonated as much if I didn't have that theme and I didn't have everything else in place. Or even just in a traditional class, like if you just would have said, like, I'll give you more points or I'll average the two scores. I still had a lot of kids that wouldn't take me up on that. They're like, nah, but I was fine with the score I got. You yeah, know? I'm good. But then like, but I need you to practice that skill of referencing those materials. Like that, that was the thing we were trying to do, you know? So uh, what a great story and connection. And I hope people that listened heard he's still just teaching. Like his thing was document-based questions. As a history teacher, you want kids to use primary source and secondary source documents to make their arguments, to, to make those connections. And I mean, all he was doing was normal teacher, normal teaching, normal teaching. And he just hooked an item on or a power up on, in this case, these allies, which thematically worked really well because you're talking about like using somebody else's words for your argument. Like what an awesome like connection, but it doesn't even have to be that smooth. Like it doesn't always have to be that smooth. Sometimes mine are just like, if you do this, you can earn a sword has nothing to do with. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that was, like, that was a slam dunk. Nice job, Jordan. So I was going to say like, so that's a really good example of kind of going next level. The other thing I love about it too is you've taken uh, this kind of idea of, uh, I don't know, like that soft skills. Like you've said, like, what do I want my kids to improve upon over and above the task already? They're already going to do your DBQ. And so realize educators that are out there that you're going to do your normal content and you can either make game components, game things that they're going to collect or do or unlock or adventures they're going to go on for your work. But then on top of that, if you wanted, you can also kind of add these other things that sometimes we don't have the time to accentuate. And that's where you start getting into, here's another addition, which is side quests. And yes. what a what a big deal um, side quests can be, and that was kind of that was another early addition that uh, that I had done as well, which is um, so I kind of come up with this. Um, I, we're doing geography, looking at the five themes of geography, and I was looking for a way to get away from just having them do notes on it and the basic level stuff. And I found that there was a teacher that did um, the five themes of Fortnite. All right, that's awesome. And, and he connected um, Fortnite to the five themes of geography. And so I was so interested in that. And you out there that have taken a look at Flipgrid to where kids can do videos, I created a side quest where um, students would video themselves playing Fortnite, explaining the five themes of geography as they would play. Oh, wow. That, that's pretty fun. That's fun. And one of those things, too, for those of you that aren't used to side quests, if you're new to this journey, these are like optional tasks. So Jordan wasn't taking a ton of his class time. So when you're like, what? He let kids play Fortnite for class. It's not. This is like in addition. So this is just gravy. This is sheer extra. Uh, and you're, you're getting kids thinking about your content at another time, applying your content to their love. That's that's going to stick. It, it, yes. And there were so many, I even, I even sweetened the pot a little bit for some of them. And I said, you'll get extra XP if you win the round. Nice. So then I had people that were saying like, so can I do it like more than once? Can I submit more than one video? And I'm, I just, in my head, I'm thinking, thinking like, 
how many times have I ever had a student come up to me saying, can I not only do more work, but can I do more work multiple times and turn it all right. I mean, like, let's think, let's replace those words with like a worksheet. Like, so can, can you just give me this worksheet again? Like, I want to, yeah, I want to use this worksheet again. I like, do this worksheet like eight times. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, like, that speech that we have to do on Friday, like, I'm curious, do you have time for me to do it again? Like, like a whole exactly. separate one, not a repeat, like not a, I want to just try to do better on the same. Like I want a whole nother speech to <laughs> that. Yeah. And, and I know it's not going to have anything to do with my grade, but I want to do it like a number of more times yes. and that's where that's where i'm hoping people are getting that that like it's it's those extra things whereas you know before when i was doing the lower level stuff you never would have gotten there yeah you never would have had people working on doing those things um having uh, another side quest that i had a kid do that was really good was um uh i think it was from your book where um doing a grade card yeah. Um, and he did a grade card for a country that he was that he was doing. And I, I cannot remember which country it was, but he he definitely took pleasure in saying like, well, you know, you you have an A in history, but you're a con. Yeah. And giving him all these scores and little class. comments. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, these are all great examples. And I hope that uh, people out there are going to like. I hope they're going to resonate with you and kind of inspire you guys to sort of, you know, push push beyond that beginning shallow end. And there's there's good reason to be in the shallow end. I I say this, you know, with a with a tender heart, hoping that you guys go out and and explore a little bit into the deeper waters because that's where the magic really happens. So, uh, you know, like there's nothing like that thrill of taking those training wheels off and sort of being like, oh my gosh, it's working, it's going well. Uh, and I hope you also heard from Jordan. Attaching these things, you're still doing the content. Like you're still building it around what you already do. You're packaging it, you're theming it, you're framing it, whatever you want to like call it or think about it, whatever works in your mind. You're just adding that picture frame around what's already there. Like the picture, the picture's great, your class is great, your activities are great. Uh, just taking things that step by step at a time, you know, you can't lump in and add all that stuff. So that's what you're saying with the training wheels, like you're going to learn all the elements that you need to, to ride the bike, you know, but at some point when you've ridden it and you kind of know the system and whatever, it's time to take those training wheels off and, uh, you know, go some, do some BMX biking and, you know, do yeah. some extremely, extremely cool things. And so, but you're right. I mean, there is that starting point and, you know, it's, uh, you know, interesting to think about, you know, when I'll have, you know, people that will, you know, ask about gamification and, and things like that. And then, you know, I've had a lot more to say about it this year than any other year, because it does, it goes beyond that. Just, you know, here's the XP to do, you know, to, to have a new armor set and whatever, like, what's the purpose of it? And I'm going to argue one of the reasons you can speak to it with, you know, greater authority, a greater passion is because you were changed. You created something like the, this game now is organic to you. Like it's a different game than anybody else. You have made an experience for your students. And I think that that that's just that resonates with both the student, but also the teacher. Like you've made something, you've created something that's pretty cool. With this said, we have to get into our 
uh, sort of the, the, the quote here, the, the reflection time. Uh, we're at reflection time? We're uh, at reflection time. I'm telling you, it just breezes by fast, these conversations. Fast, fast. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. This one comes from Albert Einstein. Once we accept our limits, we go beyond them. How does that sort of resonate with you? You know, I, um, in thinking about how, you know, I, I started this, you know, I, it, it all, anytime you're starting anything new, it always seems so overwhelming, this daunting task. I, I could, I could never have these ideas to gamify a classroom mm-hmm. and I, I could never create these items and, and, you know, learn how to do all of these things, but then you get there and then you go, Okay. Now what's next? Yep. It's the, it's the, what's, what's that, what's that next step? And so always taking a look for those, you know, and not accepting the status quo, even when the status quo itself can be pretty good. You can have that, you know, low level gamification, but then the deeper that you go, the deeper that the kids will go and, and the more that you're going to get. I love it. That, uh, I think again with the quote, once we accept our limits, we go beyond them. I love this idea of your story, your story of Classcraft was great for you at that beginning. That was the training wheels that got you understanding the mechanics, seeing it sort of in play. And then you, you kind of were like, there is limits to this software. Like there is limits to what I can do. There's limits to how you can connect with your students. There's limits to where your game can go because this off the shelf product built a world for you like and this is the world this is this is the parameters you're going to live in and then you said i'm going to go beyond that like that's great like but it it took you a while you had to get comfortable and you got comfortable but then all of a sudden like you were too big for this box and right. you said i'm i'm going to go outside this box let's get on the spaceship and let's go to the next world and all of a sudden it's not just a world it's a solar system and let's work in the solar system let's go than that into the galaxy yeah no, I mean, that's excellent. Uh, thank you so much, Jordan, for being on today. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was a super pleasure having this chat with you. Episode 100 in the books. Uh, thank many of you who have been here week after week, listened to most of all of these. Some of you have actually listened to all of them. That's insane. Uh but <laughs> thank you so much, everybody. It's a wonderful community. As always, if you could check out uh, my YouTube channel where these are both video posted as well. Great space if you want to like interact with the content and leave a comment, uh, give a thumbs up, like, all those things. But by all means, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And until next time, see you guys on episode 101. Ooh. Uh-